The truth about January 6th with rare footage. Biden laughs at fentanyl death. And trans students force girls out of their own locker rooms. This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. We have a great show for you today. But before we do, before we get into it, have you heard about the Holster Gator? It's this really cool device that attaches to your car, under the dashboard, or to your bed frame, or under your desk, or wherever you want your handgun for quick access. You clip your holster right into the device, no matter what brand holster you have. So rather than taking your gun out of the holster and putting your holster somewhere else, the Holster Gator accepts the entire holster. Plus, you've got trigger protection, and your draw is just as quick and easy as usual because... You're literally drawing from your own holster. It's the perfect device, especially for traveling. You got to check it out at holstergator.com and make sure to use the discount code LOADED for a 20% discount. Holstergator.com, discount code LOADED. On January 6th, we'll go down in history. Question is, will future generations understand it to be the fake insurrection that the Democrats have been portraying? Or will they know the truth? Will future generations know that although the largest number of people ever to gather at the Capitol made their way to D.C. in support of their president and in defiance of an election that was clearly stolen, or will the overriding narrative from a dishonest media rewrite history to make them believe that tens of thousands of Trump supporters engaged the Capitol as a violent, angry mob? After the world watched as Democrats used dishonest ballot harvesting, faulty vote counting machines, non-verified ballot signatures, illegally overstuffed street corner ballot boxes, and boarded up windows to deny Republicans oversight during ballot counting, it was clear to anyone with common sense that the election was being stolen. Hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters gathered peacefully at the Capitol to express their disagreement Hundreds, with the help of, of guidance of the Capitol Police, entered the Capitol building for what appeared to be something more like a guided fifth-grade field trip rather than a violent insurrection, as the media would have you believe. Now, in order to make over 1,000 arrests of patriotic Americans, the Democrat-controlled DOJ had to hide over 40,000 hours of video footage. In March 2023, Fox News's Tucker Carlson started releasing that footage, completely debunking the left-wing narrative that has been carefully and persistently crafted to create a false narrative. Roger Roots, the attorney for New York-based Proud Boy Dominic Pizzola, wrote that the footage from Carlson on Jacob Chansley, the man known as the shaman, is evidence that protesters went into the Senate chamber through the invitation of Capitol Police officers. Roots claimed the prosecutors withheld the footage from his client. Now, Albert Watkins, legal counsel for Jacob Chandler, said while he was given many hours of video footage by prosecutors, he was not given the footage aired by Carlson on Monday, March 6th, 2023. He said what's deeply troubling is the fact that, that I have to watch Tucker Carlson to find video footage, which the government has but chose not to disclose, despite the absolute duty to do so, despite being requested in writing to do so multiple times. 
Although the biased left-wing media and Democrat Party are desperate to flood the Internet with stories of a fake insurrection for the purpose of fabricating the day in history that tarnished the Trump legacy and conservatives, the truth will be known to those who wish to explore below the surface. To the historian who finds this article and this story 100 years from now, ask why vote counting really stopped on November 3rd when President Trump was leading Biden 50.2% to 48.6% with 93% of the votes in, only to resume several hours later with Biden magically ahead. Ask yourself, how is it that President Trump would pack stadiums, some over 50,000 seats on his campaign tour, while Biden's events were nearly empty, yet Biden walked away with the most votes in American presidential history. Today, we're going to talk about this with, you know him and sometimes love him, John Chayera. Hi, John. Hi, guys. Morning. And the one and only, and thank God for that, Anthony Diso. Morning. Hi, Anthony. Anthony doesn't seem very... <laughs> He's tired. <laughs> and he's had a rough week. We got some footage. Right yep. now, already? Well, oh, we, I, right I first of all want to get your opinion on what you think so far um, after watching Tucker Carlson's footage. Uh, what's what's the general opinion uh, with you guys? Uh, stuff we should have seen before. <laughs> and our government hid. Yeah, it's bad. Why are our patriots still in prison? <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. They should be released now. They're still... They should just, yeah. that's after that, they should just let them go. I think they're going to hold them. Put them on them. parole someplace. Let them go home. Why would they hold them in prison? That's I think they're going to hold them till the next president gets in, then let them out, and then they'll sue the government, and it won't be Biden's problem. Mm. 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 Sounds like a plan, right? Yeah, because mm. if they sue, because you know they're going to sue. They're going to sue. They're false. They were falsely <coughs> imprisoned. You can't. I mean, and they're afraid. If they sue... Now. now it would be under Biden's presidency, yeah. and he's not going to allow that. You know, what about all the people involved? I wonder. Remember, okay, so remember how um, Nick Sandman, who was falsely accused of, of, you know. Being a kid with a MAGA hat on. Exactly. Well, he ended up suing the media, a lot of the media, I think CNN and maybe some others, mm-hmm. and he won big. Now, what if not only do these – um, people who are falsely imprisoned, what if they not only sue the government, but start going around and, cr- and suing all the media companies who perpetuated the hoax? Could be. Be a good way to have a grassroots uprising, right, and that kind of stuff. God. That would matter. Because they'd have to cover it, right? I mean, they would have to. it would have to be shown in the news. Yes, we're getting sued today by yeah. <laughs> all these prisoners that we locked up unconstitutionally for two years. Terrible. You know, it's like, and it's so, it's, it's so, people can, like, um, who was the guy who, uh, who's the comedian um, the, that got, the guy came at him and started stabbing him? Oh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, right. Yeah, he walked. <clears throat> so the, the criminal, the guy who came up on stage, what did he get, like a $3,000 fine or $3, something? $3,000 fine and probation. And... For almost stabbing Attempted somebody murder. live on stage. It does, that doesn't get any more evidence that you tried to murder somebody. Exactly. And they're like, 
Bye-bye. Yeah. But these guys who were actually guided into the Capitol building have been in jail for over two years. Regardless, you know, the whole, and, and I understand. Even if they did vandalize, it, it, right? Whatever. They weren't armed. What were they, what are people, they're threatening democracy. Really? Really? In what way is that going to have any effect on anything besides just being a publicity stunt, if nothing else, right? You don't put people in jail for two years for a publicity stunt. Well, our government does. We've Something. got some footage. Let's and, watch some footage. Well, I just I want to make a, a quick warning here. Um, if you're listening to the podcast or listening on radio uh, and you got audio only, we will jump right to the commentary on this January 6th footage that we're about to play because it does not lend well to audio. And it's about, I don't know, it's, it's a few minutes long. It, it, it's going to be a little while. So I urge you to watch the show at loadedmic.com. Or catch the show on one of our networks, OpsLens, Right America Media, or Simul TV. Now, what we're about to play is very rare, never before seen on mainstream media. It's very graphic and includes footage of Ashley Babbitt's death, along with what many are saying is violence and antagonization, antagonization from Capitol Police upon Trump supporters. There's a lot here, and I urge you to watch carefully and rewatch. Uh, Rewatch it as well at loadedmike.com. So here we go. Can we play this? Um, it was about the most polite crowd I've ever seen in my life. And I've been going to protests and rallies for 17 years um, that I've ever seen. In some places, the crowd was so massive and so packed that if I didn't have the camera up above my head, you couldn't get your arms up because the crowd was packed in that tight. It was It was unbelievable. It was the nicest crowd I'd ever seen. The one thing was different is I smelled more pot in this crowd than ever before. And in hindsight, looking back and looking back at the video, it was because of all the anarchists, Antifa, BLM types that had infiltrated into the crowd. That was, uh, you could, that's the one way you could tell them. They wore masks and they smelled like pot. That was that was like yeah. a big giveaway. Yeah, and and, you know, the media will never tell us that there were Antifa and left wingers uh, involved in this thing, and they're trying to hide it. Um, but it's it was obvious. And, and you guys even showed, and I don't want to give too much of the movie away, but you even showed video of the Antifa guys in in the trees and bushes changing their clothes into Trump clothes, you know, like Trump hats and sweatshirts and stuff to make it look like they were Trump supporters. What a terrible bunch. I mean, so yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we not only filmed those people doing that, but John Sullivan, you know, BLM leader, filmed himself, and yet Christopher Ray says there's no evidence that anybody was you know, anarchistic, <laughs> Antifa BLM types were there. Um, going back to that couple that you saw us that that you saw changing clothes. Yeah, when we ran into her, she was swearing at us like a drunken sailor, yeah. trying to get us to attack uh, the Capitol Police. And when we called her out on it, she took off and her and her, her partner took off. And then right next behind them, you could see this guy with an earpiece in his ear following along behind him. And um, the um, the earpiece in his ear, he was like the quarterback because these guys, when you go to enough of these events, you see these these cells, these Antifa protesters, they, they, they go in cells, the squads from like like four to six, seven, eight people. And they usually have a quarterback. And that's what this guy was. Hmm. And, you know, we, we ran into FBI on the ground that day. I was there with my wife, my daughter, and um, 
we said to the, the agents on the ground, I said, hey, you've got bad guys here trying to incite violence against the police. Would you like me to, to point out to you who they are? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, do you want to take a report? And they're like, no, we're good. And um, that was disappointing. And that, that, that became foreshadowing of what we were going to see down the road with, um, unfortunately, how the FBI and the Department of Justice has handled this whole event. And just to be clear, moving forward in the interview, I come from a law enforcement family. My father was a veteran. He was law enforcement. He actually graduated from the 109th session of the FBI Academy in Quantico. So know that when I when I critique the FBI and some of the stuff they've been doing since then, it, that kind of hurts me. But mm. it's the truth. It's what we saw. It's what we filmed. And as when you see the movie and you see people have been terrorized and victimized by the FBI, the Department of Justice, it's what's really happening in the United States of America right now. Mm. All right, we're here with Chris Brigard, the uh, director of the movie Capital Punishment, which everybody needs to see. Um, fantastic movie. So he was asking the questions there? Um, one cop was asking these people standing out there, and he said, you, oh. better, you, you're, you could do better at hiding it. I guess his gun was showing. I, I think his gun was showing there. And these were cops standing outside uh, the event somewhere out on the street. So... I don't even know where to, where to start. What, what do you guys say? First, let me ask you a question. Did you see, of all the thousands of people you saw there, did you see any Trump supporters being violent? No, just didn't appear that way to me. They were just standing around. Well, first of all, they're standing there, and people are throwing and shooting stuff at them. I mean, you know. What do you what I, what would you do? I mean, I'd start to get pissed off. Oh, that's what they were trying to do. I know. They're trying to see if they would break through the barrier so they could do something even more sinister yeah. with live ammo. I think you're right. I, I, inciting a riot, basically. Inciting right? a riot, right, right. Yeah, they were, they were trying to incite, and it didn't work. That's what it seems to be, and I, I want to be careful how we And accuse, then the dummy shoots himself with know, the pepper spray. That's just, well, at least now we've seen something else, so there's questions, right? We should, always have, we should all have questions about it. Tucker Carlson showed some footage. He didn't show this stuff, and I don't know. I don't know who's showing this besides us. I mean, I know we got it from we got it from a website, and it was posted on. Um, and I and I gave credit to that website who original who we, we found it from. But this is certainly not mainstream. Nobody people have not seen this footage. So it's out there, right? Yeah, it's it's out wow. there. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Um, so okay, so we saw all this. It looked to me like in instigating or you know instigating uh, a reaction, right? People don't know that we had an episode called the band episode here on the Loaded Mic, where I interviewed Chris Bagard, who was the um, director, one of the directors of the movie Capital Punishment. Now, Chris Bagard and the movie Capital Punishment came out a while ago, like a year or two ago. And showed a lot of the stuff, explained a lot of what really happened. Well, he got completely wiped off the internet, and they couldn't. We even got shut off. YouTube. That was the start of Loaded Mike getting banned on YouTube right. because I interviewed Chris Bagard. Well, one of the things that Chris Bagard told me, and there's footage of it, and we have a clip here in a second, was that there were leftists. Maybe they were Antifa. Maybe they're left wingers. Dressing up in the tr in the bushes in Trump gear, like taking off their black clothing and 
revealing their red Trump sweatshirts and Trump hats and stuff like that. To go in to instigate, I mean, why else would you do that, right? So here's that footage. Tell me what you think of this, um, of this clip. said caught him so 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 there you have so you know my thought has always been chris chris told me that this was uh, that these people here were left-wingers of some sort trying to pretend to be trump supporters um my thought is that any violence that occurred i could be wrong but any violence that occurred that day was either left-wings left-wingers pretending to be Trump supporters mm-hmm. or Capitol Police uh, and other police instigating. I hope it all comes out in court. I don't know. I, I hope s- more footage comes out. What are you guys' thoughts? I, I agree. I mean, again, and to not to see that and not be curious is crazy. But you can. I guarantee we'll show that to people and they'll say, well, that's no, not that right. didn't happen. That never happened. That's <laughs> exactly. Fake. You made it up. It's, it's mind-boggling. But that's that's the world we live in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to play that stuff and and actually be able to share a little bit more of the stuff that people aren't seeing. Um, but so one more thing, um, there was a there's a former Democrat Party icon who apologizes to conservatives um, because of the demonization that's happened uh, to conservatives over this January six hoax. Feminist author Naomi Wolf offered a formal apology to conservatives who put America first after reviewing newly released footage of the January 6, 21 Capitol riot. Uh, peaceful Republicans and conservatives as a whole have been demonized by the story told by Democrats in leadership of what happened that day, Wolf said in a lengthy post on Substack Thursday. Republicans, conservatives, she says, I'm sorry. I also believed wholesale so much else that has since turned out not to be as I was told it was by NPR, MSNBC, and the New York Times, Wolf also said. Anyone in leadership, she says, who misrepresented to the public the events of that day so as to distort the complexity of its actual history must also be held accountable, she added. What do you think? Well, it's very uh, notable of her to do that. That's, that's must have been real hard, but you know, hey, it's a start, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe the other leftist wing nut jobs will come out of the woodwork and apologize, but I don't think they will. Well, yeah, yeah, they should. Pretty sad. All right. Before we go to break, I have a message to all the Democrats, liberals, leftists, anti-Trumpers, and January 6th conspiracy theorists who participated in spreading the lies and perpetuating the January 6th hoax. We, real Americans, demand a public apology from each and every one of you. You will not be considered Americans 
until you earn back the trust of your fellow citizens. When seconds matter. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. All right, we're back. Um, I, I wanted to talk about this uh, situation with Biden and his uh, kind of just total irresponsible, childish behavior and not even appreciating um, the death of these, this woman's sons uh, from fentanyl because of his open border. So here's a Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene exposed Biden as the reason a woman's two boys died of fentanyl. Now watch this clip and we have more. Today we, today we have a witness with us, Ms. Kiesling. I just wanna tell you I'm so sorry from one mother to another for the death of your two sons that, that died from fentanyl poisoning that should never have happened, should never have happened to you. It should never happen to any family. It happens to families at, at home where I live. It happens to pretty much everyone we know. And I want to ask you, and I, first I want to thank you for being brave to come here and share your grief with our committee. But Ms. Kiesling, would your sons be alive today if, the, if our government would secure our southern border? The year Caleb was born, 2000, there were 20,000 drug-related deaths. And the year they died, it was five times as many. And um, I appreciate you using the term fentanyl poisoning because that's what it was. It wasn't an overdose. They had no idea that they were doing anything that could kill them. And it's because fentanyl got into this country. I, I heard this man over here from the Cato Institute you know, talk about, well, it's because of demand. What I'm hearing him say is they asked for it. What the hell? Seriously? Are you kidding me? We need to protect 
our children. They didn't ask for that. This wasn't demand that they wanted the fentanyl. They didn't want fentanyl. They thought they were getting Percocets. Okay, he's absolutely clueless. Like, total disconnect from what's happening. So you hear this mother's distraught, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts? It sucks. I have a good friend whose son died of fentanyl poisoning. And all his high school friends, they had a local dealer who was lacing stuff with fentanyl and all his friends died. Mm. whole bunch of kids, like in their early 20s. So it's just, and again, nobody's asking for it. There's not a demand for fentanyl. I mean, the whole idea of fentanyl in the first place is to supplement other things because yeah. it's a more effective drug in a lot of ways. But unless that's precisely measured and, and metered out and, and, you know, doctors are handling it, you never know what you're getting. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Got to shut it down, I guess. I don't know how to do it. It's complicated stuff. Uh, uh, I, I know how to shut it down. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you're dealing with the cartels in Mexico, and it's not, it's not simple, simple. Not simple, because right, some, right. Stuff can come in from a variety of different ways. But the, but wall, would, needs, the wall would be a good start. Well, somebody make, taking proactive measures against something would be a good start, actually. Actually, what I heard was is that the building of the wall, because they had to build so many access roads, gave a lot of people way more access coming across the border than they would have had otherwise, just as a counterpoint to that during that process. But the process being stalled out and everything else, it's just, it's complicated stuff, but it's somebody's got to do something positive and, and make a deal with somebody. Imagine your kid, one of your kids, getting accidentally getting that stuff. And yeah, it's not like they walked up to a dealer and say, Hey, bro, you got any fentanyl? Right. Right. That, I don't think that's what they're doing. And, Never, you know. ever. <laughs> but you saw this mother's trauma. You saw her crying. You saw. I mean, can you? I couldn't imagine. I mean, I got a, I got a son, and you do, Anthony. You do, John. I know you don't have any kids, but I couldn't imagine how life would continue losing a child, let alone both of them. Uh, so you would think Biden would have some sort of compassion and understanding for this woman and her family. But uh, he takes a moment, and we have video, to trash Marjorie Taylor Greene. He laughs at her, makes fun of her, and then laughs again after blaming Trump for the fentanyl problem. It always at, goes at, back to Trump. At the wide open border. So never acknowledging the loss of the family or of loss of the family of the two boys or apologizing to the mother. Never apologizes to the mother. Never once taking responsibility for the increase in drugs coming over the border under his administration and his open border policies. Watch this. A little so bit of more prison. Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more, you're gonna have a lot of Republicans running our way. Big joke, Joe. Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Oof. Ours is the reason she was, she was very specific. I shouldn't digress, probably. But she, she, I've read. She, she was very specific recently, saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> Look, folks. Funny. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get started. Oh, my God. So you hear the, all the a-holes laughing? So how does Joe know that that specific fentanyl came oh, over the border on. wall and killed her kids from had Trump? had to be Trump fentanyl. He's a moron. I He's can't. probably the dumbest idiot to ever grace the Oval Office. He's stupid. 
I mean, in the laugh at somebody because their kids died. I mean, there is a special place in hell for that man. There is. I he, think you're it, right. There is no way he's going up. He's going way down. There's he's a special down. elevator. Yeah. Oh, Biden. Here it is. Press number one million because that's how deep you're going Ground down. Floor, right? You're going to the bottom. <laughs> All I can think of is he's going to the sub basement. I can just think of little Nikki and Hitler and the pineapples. Yeah. Little Nikki and the, I, I don't know what this is. Adam oh, Sandler movie, little okay. little Nicky. What is it? Hitler, Hitler's in, in hell, and every day the, the devil comes over and says, okay, pick a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dressed in like a French maid outfit and stuff. That's what, so that's what Biden's going to get because he's a sick individual. I just, you know, it's just shocking to me that somebody could be so heartless after, and not take any responsibility, after it was his policies that caused the problem. They want the wide open border because they think they're getting Democrat voters. Drugs are coming in like crazy, killing people. Now, of course, the kids shouldn't be out doing drugs of any kind. But they're not expecting fentanyl and they're not expecting a death sentence. And to to laugh at them, to, to, to take the opportunity to make fun of Marjorie Taylor Greene and then laugh and get his stupid supporters to laugh with him. Do you hear them in the background? Yeah. It's you hear them laughing along with yeah. him? Like, oh, this is a big joke. These kids died of fentanyl poisoning because of Joe, stupid Joe's open border, and we're all going to laugh about it because we support the Democrats. Well, it's the same kind of thing as when you watch late-night TV and they make a joke and everybody laughs, and you're like, what are they laughing at? Like, that's, What's funny, that's funny about funny? that? That's not funny. What's funny about those kids dying and that woman crying and and losing her. I, I don't understand what's wrong with these people. I, I, I really am starting to have a problem with understanding what, what where's their thought process. How can they justify this behavior? Well, maybe when it happens to one of their kids, maybe they're maybe their sick, twisted head will turn around. But, maybe. Oh, that's right. Their kids are too perfect. That'll never happen to them. We should have a sick, twisted they're, they're, head award. A lot of them are twisting their own kids with with their oh, gender yeah. reassignments and stuff. Oh, that stuff just the last week on that the stuff that's been going on that's insane, right? Oh. It's insane. It's like how is that how is that logical? How is it normal? And how is it something that we should be thinking is a good thing? I, I don't get it. I mean, how can you spin that to make that like this is good for society? I don't understand. Let alone good for the kids on an individual basis. It's just like terrible, horrible stuff. They're spinning it though. Right? They're working. obviously spinning it. His, his son became a girl. Ugh. And they love it. The, the parents of these kids that they're changing their hormones, you know, chemically changing their hormones and, and, and chopping off body parts, the parents think that it's a good thing. But then they think that the boy can get pregnant. That, well, that's just insanity. It's <laughs> not going to happen ever, <laughs> no matter what you do. He's never try, try as you might. Is never having a baby. What do they have? An auxiliary womb? But they believe like, it. I don't put it past them. Don't put it past them to put a zipper on them and get jump a, something in there. Get a pig, pig don't womb. you put it past them, Dan? Because that's that's on its way. The zipper baby. It's coming to a leftist wing nut job oh, near you. Grow some wombs out of some stem yet. cells. Right. I can see it. And then they'll figure out a way for men to I can see them too. having someone give birth, take the baby, put it in, 
unzip it. And, oh my God, I got pregnant. And what about breastfeeding? How are they going to do that? Oh, they'll just put pump, another pump put inside. Like pump yeah, they put a side See, pump. See, if they could work it out, though, so that all the trans guys <laughs> and the trans girls could just switch parts, like they can take the wombs out of the girls and put them in the guys. It still won't work, though. The plumbing's not there. Oh, no, I know. <sighs> I just, oh, that that no. baffles me that people are going to argue that a man can have a baby. No. I, I, just, I just wish that these people who have been conditioned to believe this woke nonsense that they would just somehow come to their senses. I wish, I know it's a fantasy of mine to have them just automatically come to their senses. I don't think they're gonna. I think the brainwashing is so deep. It's ah. a, it's, and it's the same in that as in a lot of things, you know. If you dig in, the brainwashing is so deep on so many subjects that we talk about that they're just, they're not gonna snap. Something drastic would have to happen. I heard a, I heard a, a saying the other day and it said, if you put, 20 women and 20 men on an island, you'll, in 100 years, you'll have a, a population. If you put 100 trans women and 10 men on an island, in 100 years, you're going to have bones. Yeah. it's makes sense, right? Yeah, well, it right. It's not a self-perpetuating situation. Right. They'll, just, well, they'll be dead. That's why God made two genders. Right. Two genders. In every species... The, the idea to continue the species, whether it's human or whether it's seahorses, seahorses, where the males carry the babies. Well, there, there is a so there. Is, you're right. I was going to bring that up. There is one. They call uh, that a, there's one insect. Hermaphrodite. Is that what that is? I, I think it might just be the storage aspect of it. You know what I mean? I don't know how. It well, there's one insect also that has both. I guess both genitalia or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But obviously, there's exceptions <coughs> to the rule. But like everything else, what if everybody did it? What if it was like that with everything? There'd be nothing. But isn't it obvious that you need the two genders to 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 reproduce to carry on the species? I mean, how, how why why do we have to try to explain this to these people? And that doesn't mean if a girl becomes a boy but still holds her private parts and then the girl <laughs> it switches so, so and if she girl... has a baby that doesn't mean there's a man having a baby right, <laughs> right. see maybe that's what they're trying to they're trick trying to us make... with yeah but no it yes. she might look like a boy but she's a woman inside and she's having a baby it's just how complicated would that be with all the hormone situations and stuff? I'd be if I was a person like that, I'd be afraid to get impregnated, not knowing what my past history is going to do to whatever's going on. Let's just let's let me just give you an example. You got a, a boy. Let's say he's a teenage teenage boy or whatever, and he's uh, having his uh, he's having questions about his gender, right, or his sex. Um, why why would the parents rather than Get him on male hormone therapy to help him feel more like what he actually is. Why are parents ignoring that possibility and going for the chopping off of the body parts? That you can't get back. Wouldn't wouldn't it make more sense? You're already a guy. Maybe you need some more testosterone. Maybe yeah, maybe there's true. something you need in your diet that's to true. make you feel help you feel better about well, okay so i got it. <laughs> less soy less soy less, less soy. whatever is in well the, but you're saying i mean it'd be easier to try <laughs> that if you're trying things anyway yeah. you might as well try the obvious approach first right if that doesn't work you can always go back the other way but once you do the <laughs> cut them okay. off to me going on you okay got so <laughs> all right so say you know he does get his 
his wang chopped off, do they freeze it and save it for later in case he wants it back? That's like, disgusting. You know, what, freeze eggs? Is yeah. that what we're doing? Oh, there's Johnny's dog. It's up there in section oh, 25. Of <laughs> these people these people will drive me insane. Oh, like and we're not disrespecting. I mean, we're not disrespecting people. Whatever you do, it is, but it is, it is what it is, but you can't push it on other people. Well, and the problem is, like, as everything else we talk about, it's like it might be happening in certain places, but to make it front page news. So yeah. what are we talking about around the country as much as we're talking about trans issues? How many people are in those categories? It's got to be minuscule. It's it is crazy. minuscule. Yeah. Compared so, to the the three hundred, the the seven billion people right. we have on the planet, and then we get ridiculed because well, you're not caring about these people. I says I care about them fine, but it's not my. I, first of all, I can't do anything about it, and second of all, it's not a big a big deal statistically. So, like Joe said, oh well, a couple of people died of fentanyl. Why why are we caring about that? Yeah, <laughs> that matters because individuals are dying. This matters because we're people are trying to shame us into thinking about other things in ways that we don't find natural and that makes us bad people where in reality it's only happening at a tiny amount i'm all for those people if you want to go do something go do it but do whatever the hell you want do whatever you want don't get me involved in your our children in schools involved in well that's the problem with the whole they're twisting their brains because why do you care about drag queens and stuff i go i don't care about drag queens but i don't want them in kindergarten why do why do why do they want to be in school? Why yeah. can't they go do a show yeah. and let adults come they, and see? Why them? do they need little children to watch their show? Oh, oh. you know, you don't need it. The l- lack of an audience is what their problem is. Little kids that still believe in Santa Claus, and you're putting all you know drag queens in front of them, thinking that it's good. Oh, Dolly Parton dresses more provocatively than those people. Yeah, but she's not pretending to be something she's not. <laughs> and she's not doing freaking dancing in front of kindergartners. Right. Anyway, all right. So, so, so here we had, we had the one clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene bringing on the woman. You saw the woman's trauma, and then you see the second clip of Joe Biden laughing and not even giving a crap, and all the Democrats, all his Democrat supporters and followers laughing along with him. Mm-hmm. This third clip is the mom responding to Joe Biden's initial response. Watch this. She strikes back. Really? This is how you speak about the death of my sons? Because a congresswoman misspoke? You mock the loss of my sons? How dare you? What is the matter with you? Almost every Democrat on the committee offered me condolences. They at least had the decency to do that. You can't even do that? You have to mock? my pain, and then what about the 22% increase in fentanyl deaths since you became president, since you changed your policy at the borders? That represents tens of thousands of U.S. citizens who died under your watch, an increase in tens of thousands, and that represents even double that number of the parents who are suffering. Are you going to keep laughing about those who did die under your watch? Do we have to bring them in so you can look them in the eyes and laugh? What is wrong with you? This is unacceptable, and our president needs to apologize to me, and he needs to be held accountable. And I wish that he would show some serious concern 
for the lives of those lost. I think that his behavior today speaks volumes and it tells you where his heart is. Do something. Don't be a coward. Do something. She really makes it clear of what a POS this guy is. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a coward. He's a puppet. He's just a puppet. He's lost in his own head, doesn't know who he is, and he's just crazy. And Jill's riding that coattail of it. <laughs> Jill's right Jill, there. I'm sorry. She's Dr. Jill. Co-president Jill. Yeah. So we we talk about, you know, the the tranny stuff and all the all the gender crap that's going on and how it's become such a such a conversation. I, whoever would have thought that it would be such a, a top priority in this country. We have so many other things we can be worrying about. But it's become it's become such a topic. And I got this article here uh, from the Daily Caller. Uh, actually, it's, it's uh, Resist the Mainstream. It's, uh, there was there's an expert excerpt from the Daily Caller. The article is, high school's policy tells girls to leave their locker room if they're uncomfortable with the trans students. An Arizona high school has a policy allowing transgender students to change in their preferred locker rooms and telling female students to use alternative facilities if they're uncomfortable, according to emails obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation. Students and parents at Catalina Foothills High School in Tucson, Arizona, found out about the new policy after Bart Pemberton, a parent of a female student, spoke with radio host Garrett Lewis about an unwritten policy that his daughter had told him about. The policy not only allows transgender students in the bathroom or locker room of their choice, but also tells students who are uncomfortable with the policy to request an accommodation to use different changing facilities according to emails obtained. That sounds totally A backwards. <laughs> Shouldn't he have this special bathroom? Or... I thought we were supposed to be supporting women and, and, and girls and females. No, no. I thought we're, we were supposed we're knocking to be them down now. We're knocking them down. If you have a, if you have a dong and boobs, get out of my get out of my bathroom. Did he just say? What did he just say? Dong and boobs. You heard it. Dong and. <laughs> so now, so now that that trumps an actual female changing in her her bathroom. Right. So you leave. I'm gonna sit here and get dressed. Yeah. Doesn't it? That sounds like sexual assault uh, to me. I mean, if you still have all your male parts and you're dressing up as a girl and you're going in and unchanging in front of young high school girls <laughs> what is wrong with this country Terrible. oh my god we are we are crashing and burning because we're let, because we're letting these knuckleheads run away with the, the with the I narrative mean, and with everything parents are starting to step up though i think around I think the country right. i think I, they're 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 controlling they're like that mayor that told the school board about the pedophilia bye that that, that needs to happen more everywhere Parents need to step in and take all your kids out of the school. Right. Shut the school down. Take them all out. Oh, well, well, homeschooling has skyrocketed. Yeah, especially let, since let the COVID. trans kid walk the hall by himself. That, that, if that's what they want. Bye. Here, the school's yours. Yeah. Just Do parents need want. to step up and say, that's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah. But, but it seems like America doesn't In have Canada, a backbone. the parents are getting arrested for oh, doing that. Oh, right. Well, that's this. Well, socialist they don't have country. a constitution. There, socialist country. <laughs> That's typical for socialism. Something wacky. Look at Canada. Then yeah, it comes go here. up there. Well, they've got a constitution that was written in the early '80s, right. yeah. but it's not really. It's, it's not nothing really. like. There's what no we real have. rights. Written by a socialist, so that's. 
<laughs> not by know. the people. I can't remember the guy who who wrote it. Um, I don't think he was a social. I don't know if he was a socialist, but anyway, it, it's not that good. They certainly don't have no. Gun that stuff rights. keeps coming around. I mean, if you watch Jordan Peterson videos, every couple of times he has a guest on, something comes up, and Jordan will say, "Oh yeah, well that's what happened in Canada, and they're you know they're they're freezing your bank accounts because you're protesting, and they're they're doing this yeah. and doing that. It's just well, crazy. they froze the froze the bank accounts of the, the truckers." truckers. They they <laughs> mandate that you say certain words. Mm. That's what Jordan Peterson. Yeah, was that's how we C16 started out. C sixteen, right yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. And now we're telling our young girls in school: if you're uncomfortable with a tranny kid coming in to your bathroom, then you have to leave, and let and the tranny kid can stay. Mm. That's that. This is this is okay. So then, here's the thing. Now, now say you know, say he is whatever. He's a real trend, and he's you know he is trying to be a girl. But what about the perverts who want to get into the girls' room? How do you dressing like a girl? Even just as precaution, right? What if they just do it because they want to go see naked females? Now, was it they ever think about that? Yeah, separate rooms, I guess. Right? I mean, but they're not. They're making the girls leave. It's terrible. It's just, I mean. Well, those girls are probably guilty in some way. They're either, you know, racist or homophobes or white supremacists or something. So they should have to leave because can't care about the rights of all those horrible people. So this article goes on to say, similarly, any student who is uncomfortable sharing multiple occupancy facilities with others has the ability to request an accommodation, Jackson said. Uh, Eileen Jackson, she's the president of the... Uh, Foothill School District Governing Board. What's the accommodation? She Right. She goes on to say, our district administrators respond to their needs and find alternatives for those students. So now the normal kids have to find the alternatives. In this way, we treat all students in the same manner. Doesn't sound like uh, they do. No, that's not right at all. Further, our administration administrators do not require any student to be singled out or isolated based on <laughs> any of the protected statuses identified in our policy. She's basically saying, if you have a problem, it's your problem. Yeah. We're going to let all these, all the trans kids come in and use whatever bathroom they want. You're the problem. We'll, we'll find alternatives for you, troublemaker. Mm. Right? And that's exactly the opposite of the way they treat everything else. So what you're saying is basically, if you're offended, it's on you. Okay, let's apply that to the whole rest of the world that we get trashed on for because, you know, people are offended about this and offended about that. It's all, it's double standard all the way and it's hypocritical as soon as you look at it below the surface, right? Like all these things that we look at. But getting people to understand that and recognize it and do something about it is the hard part. Mostly parents. Yeah, why can't they just have an other bathroom? Yeah, for uh, for the other kids. Yeah, just yeah. have men, women, other. other. There's your bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Do dress however you want. Yeah, furries, trans, clowns, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Meatballs. Meatballs. Clowns. Parmesan sandwich. Dress, you don't say do. that. They're gonna, somebody's going to hear this, and they're going to actually start dressing as clowns to go to school. That's fine. I'd rather see a clown than a boy dressed as a girl. Well, this one girl, Janan uh, <laughs> Thomas, or Jeanon Thomas, uh, a female student at Catalina, told um, DCNF that the school had failed to inform her that she would have to share the bathroom or locker room with biologically male students, calling the policy the dumbest thing I ever heard, she said. 
She said, I found out through my family members sending the news to me since they found out, Thomas said. She says, I shouldn't have to share a bathroom or locker room with people who were not born the same gender as me. I just would not feel comfortable. So you got these girls like almost crying out for help. I don't feel comfortable. Don't don't they understand? Why are they making us go through this crap? And it's all because of this stupid-ass, woke, political agenda. And they're, they're making good kids uncomfortable and putting them in potential danger like you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Now, if it was the other way around, I mean, I don't know how that would have worked out. If a girl... You think she's a boy? Wanted to use the men's room? Yeah, right. How would they? Would they be good with that? Well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> that's a topic. So that's a topic. Another day. Yeah. Yeah. We have to wrap it up. Danny's right. wrapping us up. But uh, thanks, guys. Great yeah. Show. Adios. Bye bye. Thanks so much for watching the Loaded Mike on Rumble. We're also on the Ops Lens Network, Right America Media, Simul TV, and the Key Radio Network. You can also catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right.